podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. We're talking to Lee Thompson. He's the co-founder of Flashpack, and he was just telling us about his that company, Flashpack, which is for solo travelers between 30s and 40s who want to go on a trip. Um, and so let's switch gears a little bit now, Lee, and tell us how did you get to be so successful as a yeah. you know startup with no budget and uh, just your wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll break it down. Um, so basically, we um, launched the business with um, $15,000 each. Um, that was all our personal savings, um, and we threw everything into it, everything that we had at the time. Um, and the first six months were absolutely painful. They were so painful mm-hmm. because we simply could not get any bookings whatsoever. There mm. was nobody at all that was willing to spend oh, wow. $2,000 average spend on a, on a, on a trip uh, with a company that had no reviews, uh, and mm. we were based in our back bedroom in, in southwest London. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very painful. So... What we did do during that time was generate quite a lot of PR. Um, so that's like the first thing we did is that we started building a bit of a brand um, by getting free PR. And I can talk a little bit more about how we did that later on, if you like. But Yeah, yeah. Like let's Twitter, talk about that, because that's kind of the shoestring. shoestring right. right? <laughs> yes, yeah, shoestring budget. Yeah. Bootstrapping on the shoestring budget. I'm going to remind you that now for the rest of the show, Barbara. Okay. <laughs> on the shoestring budget. Yes. Quite a All right. Say that fast five times. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you go very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like we would literally go on Twitter and there used to be this hashtag called like journey request. I don't know if it's a thing over in the States, but we would just jump onto that and we get PR. And the biggest uh, and best hit we had from it was actually a slot on the BBC. Mm. Um, so we did do really, really well out of it. If you can quickly respond to tweets from journalists, mm. um, and I mean really quickly. Oh, that's interesting. Right in there. And um, that's how we got all our first PR. Oh, oh from, and that was on Twitter then? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, Twitter. And it's responding still a really to hashtags. And responding exactly. to, to replies to hashtags and doing it fast and saying something that they thought was interesting enough. To... Yeah, exactly. And they're still, they're still going strong. It, hashtag journal request. It's still really popular. I think it's um, got American journalists on there as well. I'd have to check. Um, but that was what we used to do. And, and I'd come up with stunts, right? So... Mm. For example, I once faked a video around London that I travelled around the world in 12 hours. So I, I went into like a Turkish restaurant and danced with um, danced with some dancers in there, Lebanese <laughs> dancers in another place. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, had a Russian banya treatment from a big Russian guy who slapped me with some bushes. Um, <laughs> the difference. I, and I basically pretended I went around the world uh, mm. and then built this video. And actually, I didn't leave London. And, um, and that had like... 13,000 hits online. It went on wow. Yahoo.com, Daily Mail. So I just do whatever it took mm. to generate PR without spending a penny. Well, when you put this online, did you put it on Twitter or where did, or YouTube or what, these videos? No. So I would literally contact journalists, journalists that I'd met through Twitter, uh, chatted to through Twitter, like anyone I could, anyone I knew, I would then say, oh, I've made this video. Do you think this is newsworthy? Could you put it out for your, I see. For your network? So you and, went and just, to influencers, essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. in your case, journalists, but you didn't just like put it out there and let it get taken up. You did try to search people, in, in, as I said, in your case, journalists, mm-hmm. who you thought would have a network and if they picked it up, it would start to spread. Yeah, and I wasn't just going to them with like really rubbish stuff. Like I was really trying hard to create good quality content 
that they would literally take because it would do really well as, as videos. And I think this is like PR doesn't come free, like totally free. Like you have got to put work mm-hmm, into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we did. We hustled like we didn't have money. Um, and we just did everything possible to gain PR. Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta co- comment here and put a little uh, academic structure into this because it sounds like you're using both tools that we talk about. And, and we have a professor here called Jonah Berger who wrote a book mm-hmm. called Contagious. And his position is a lot of what makes things go viral is what the material's about. And you're agreeing with that. You're saying it has to be really good material. However, you're also as adding the point which Mac- Malcolm Gladwell said, which is it's not just about creating good content. It's also about seeding the right people who are connected to important networks. And it sounds yeah. like you use both pieces. Of those, mm-hmm. it, you know, a lot of times those guys went at each other and said, which is the more important? But it, I'm hearing from you. They're both pretty important. Mm-hmm. Good content send it, sent to the right people who are connected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when I say good content, like it's more about the idea. I would say that the quality of the videos that I was making um, and the like it wasn't always brilliant. It doesn't have to be polished. I was never a brilliant videographer. I just had a good idea. And it's just the ideas, like it's thinking quickly and it mm-hmm. is the networks you create it to. And as I say, I hustled. Like if you think about it, if you're a journalist, you're getting inundated with PR requests mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many times does a founder of a company actually go direct to a journalist? It's actually quite rare. So you can stand out. You can say, hey, like I really admire the work that you do and I've got this great idea for mm-hmm. you. Are you interested? And I found that I got a lot, a very high response rate by doing that. What was your most successful viral video? Okay, so basically, so six months into the business, the PR was great and we were generating a brand, but we still weren't selling trips. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're running out of money. In fact, to put it bluntly, we, we spent all our money. We built a website um, and the remainder of the money we spent on Google Ads um, and we burnt the cash really quickly. Mm-hmm. So um, $800 left in the bank. Wow, that is pretty much down to the last. uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hanging on. I I was still working as a photojournalist, so there was money coming in. But it was like, it's more of a like, it can, it was more, it was very painful. Like, you know, you want to give up. Like your friends around you go, why are you doing it? Like it's excruciating and you you feel like giving up. I can see why so many founders just give up really easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need a big idea. Um, so what we did is we took a holiday to Egypt, the cheapest holiday we could find. And myself and Rada had the dreaded, shall we give up conversation? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's the come to Jesus moment. Like, what's, what are we going to do? I mean, this is it. So It is a come to Jesus moment, literally, because um, when we came back home, I saw it, it was like basically something popped up on my, on my uh, Facebook feed. And it was a workman. Um, pictured at the top of Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio uh, de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, and he was fixing um, damage because of st- uh, storm damage. There's a big storm and there's some damage on top of the statue. And I was like, I saw this picture and I was like, wow, I didn't know you could get inside Christ the Redeemer statue and get to the top. Wow. And I it didn't was know like that a <laughs> moment where my, everything that I'd learned in my photojournalism, and I saw it and I was like, if I can get to the top of that, and take That's a, a pretty big if, though. <laughs> it wasn't, though, because it was. I knew I could get there. I, I think as a photojournalist, I was very good at talking people into doing things. Um, and as soon as I saw that, I couldn't find anything online from anyone that had ever been up there and done it and, and done it. 
Um, so for me, it was just, I've got to get to Brazil and I can get wow. to the top of that and I'm going to take a selfie and it's going to go viral and it's going to launch. Wow. Like, I've never been more certain of anything. Wow. <laughs> and p- please don't tell us, Lee, that the one-way uh, ticket was 800 bucks. <laughs> This is well, amazing. Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was there or thereabouts. And, um, and I, I stayed on at someone's sofa and did it all on the cheap. But I um, flew to Brazil, um, doorstepped the head of the church in Rio, literally sat outside there um, and uh, tried to get an appointment with the person who had the key for mm-hmm. Christ the Redeemer statue. <laughs> And I actually met him, and he was just like, "Look, you're crazy! Like, yeah, why are you going to crazy there? Like, me too. <laughs> what are you doing?" And um, anyway, I came back. He said, "Look, mate, I might be able to get you up there, but it's it's unlikely. Like, it's a bit dangerous." Blah blah blah. Anyway, the next day, I came back and I said, "Please let me up. I'll take a picture from the top. It will go viral." And this is two we- uh, sorry, um, two months before the Brazil World Cup. Oh, uh, and good timing, of, which is, yeah. by the way, one of the steps in Jonah's book, sure. Trigger. Trigger, yeah. <laughs> wow. Have, right, have so a hook. Timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, what we did is the World Cup was coming up, so you've got one trend, one big trend, and the second trend was the selfie. Everyone was going selfie crazy. This is back in 2014. Mm. Um, so uh, that's why I was so sure that this was going to go viral. Anyway, the guy... Um, said fine 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 you're crazy but I'll, I'll let you up to the top here like come back tomorrow at 2 p.m came back he gave this guy the key and said take 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 this guy up and i got to the top wait how'd um, you get up there are there stairs or you're know, like a crane or how'd you do that yeah because there was damage um to the statue there was scaffolding up to the feet of it so normally oh. you can't get to this part so you can see the crowd below and you and i got the scaffolding Climb it, go inside, and there's like a spiral staircase that gets you to the top. It's quite a long climb. It takes about 30 minutes. And it gets like more claustrophobic and smaller. Well, it sounds get to the, awful get to, the top. to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing pound signs at the time. Um, <laughs> on, um, <laughs> climbed up on some rope, pulled myself up on some rope. The, the construction worker that was in there literally lifted this manhole cover off the top of Christ's head and I popped my head out of Jesus Christ. I bet no one's ever said that on your show. Oh, <laughs> that's that, that is a firstly, yes. That is, yes. oh my God, and then that went viral. Wow, that's yeah, a great so story. To, so, so what happened was, um, shot a selfie and it was it was really, really great. Got a nice picture. Um, came back down, then sat on the picture for a month because I needed to wait till Brazil woke up. For the uh, right trigger. Max. Right. Waiting for the right trigger, exactly. Then released it um, um, via the PR contacts that I built up over the last six months. Um, um, and um, it basically, it, it went insanely viral. Um, but what we did is, so it got picked up by like Daily Mail, it got picked up by Yahoo, it, got, it went absolutely everywhere. It actually hit every single country in the world. I mean, um, I can see that. And when you think back, and I'm sure this was your thinking, people want one picture that tells the story that's absolutely Brazil. And there's nothing more iconic about Brazil than that statue. Mm-hmm. And this exactly. is such an incongruous idea. Your head popping out of Jesus is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and who else could do that? That you can imagine it does exactly what you said at the, spart- at the top of the show, which is t- one picture that tells a story. 
Exactly. No one's ever done it before. It, it, it ticks so many boxes. It's a wonder of the world. Selfie trends going crazy. Everyone's talking about Brazil World Cup. And then there's me, this guy that no one's ever heard of, just taking a picture from the, from the top. And what we did is, um, so just to put this into context, it, got, it drove 1.2 million hits to our completely unknown website in two days. Wow, two that's million. astonishing! Wow. One point two million. And what was the bump up in terms of the conversion here? Yeah, Lee? did that? Yeah, just, so yeah, that's the key so, question so in the end. Is this gave us all our first ever customers? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so your growth a was in a prayer. Astronomical. Jesus, thank you very much. <laughs> I had to stand outside your face, make a selfie <laughs> with the last dollars in my pocket, and now I have a customer. This yeah, is a fantastic. Excellent. I'm going to tell my students the story. This <laughs> well, is fantastic. So we um, can't remember how much revenue we generated, but I, it basically got it was enough customers. So people just booking online without calling up. I thought it, I thought they were all fakes coming in. Um, well, by but, the way, I want to comment one other thing. So you you did a great sugar. You waited for the right moment. You told a story in one picture, and that story was relevant to your business and brand because your business and brand was about fun travel, right. doing adventure yeah. on the travel. So it was right. really complete, the perfect storm. Completely synchronous. Yeah, absolutely. Nice yeah, so job. One that we did, like, From two marketing you know, we professors, did... A+. Plus. <laughs> a+. That's right. Oh, fantastic. We approve. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll stick that on my CV. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it showed everyone we did really extraordinary holidays. It, um, what the key bit is that we did um, was that every time a news outlet picked up on our selfie, like a lot of people just started using it all over the world, just publishing it without, our, um, without us um, giving them requests to do it. And we basically called every single media organization and said, that's fine that you've got it, but you must link in our website mm. and you must put our core message, which we do, solo travelers, 30s and, uh, 30s and 40s. And every single organization did this all across the world. So we started collecting wow, backlinks all story. over the place. Uh, and then that's what drove the traffic to the website. So it was it was a good strategy behind how we were going to launch it, uh, but it was extremely effective. Um, and, and what it did, it got, it got our business going completely and actually we got customers from about 10 different countries in the process that wow. is such that's, a great story and story. what i love about it is it really does build on our theory mm-hmm. we know <laughs> we know content matters yep. we know that you know networking matters we know what it means to make a brand which america's is constantly telling I, us i'm always <laughs> preaching and, it, yeah. and this this photograph was the epitome of all of that well wow. lee thompson thank you so much for coming on our show tonight it's a pleasure thank to have you, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very and cool. if you want to learn more about Flashback, go right to Flashback.com or follow them on, guess what, Twitter at Flashback. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.